0: Stand by for an urgent bulletin. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Cleveland has no hitters. A bunch of punch and Judy hitters is what we call them in our day. You punch and then you you run like Judy. I say wimpy, wimby, wambly. Jeff Lutz. Yeah, so we're sexist now. That's cool. We like it. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. It's awesome, baby. Welcome back. It is hour number two, the Bob and Jeff show on KFH. Good, good first hour. The Kinneman brothers, coaches, Clint and Kurt, and then Aubrey Sherrod sharing his insight. You can always go back and listen to our show on the Odyssey app or at kfhradio.com. We certainly would advise that. Sure. Uh, or I mean, you can listen live, would be even listen better. Listen live and get home at night, as I'm, I'm, I'm told thousands do. You think? Uh, And listen to the show from start to finish. Someone told you that, huh? Yeah, Max. A person you trust. Max raves about our listenership online. I don't know if it gets into the quadruple digits, but maybe it does. Well, listen, uh, I trust Max. 869-1240, if you want to give us a call, this is the time to do so. We've sort of uh, eliminated calls from the first segment because... I'm usually full of energy and ready to go. And uh, I think uh, what I want to give the listeners is as much me as possible <laughs> in that first segment. That's too bad. Well, I mean, you break in, too. You do a, a nice job. Max, I'll start taking the calls. You just let me know. What do you think of that, though? What do you think of if, I'm, if, if we're going, if we're, if we're rolling in that first segment, Used to be a guy who someone calls, they're on immediately. So I'm uh, just interested in this shift. What do you think made that shift? Not sure. The fact that we don't get as many calls? Well, right now, Jive Talk is built for callers. So if you got something to share, if you have any uh, response to the interviews we did in Hour number 1, the talk of the Shockers, the college football national championship game, uh, Jeff and I have a... Bit of a dispute in what Kansas and Kansas State are capable of doing in next year's college football season. Um, if if you didn't hear the KU schedule, it's a bunch of. Uh, I don't want to listen. The Big Twelve is going to be tough. They're you not facing just show the cream of land. the crop in the Big Twelve. But they'll be favored in all of those games, probably. Well, then they go to the college football playoff. I'm not going to say they're going to run the table because that would be irresponsible. But it's not out of the realm of possibilities. It's not out of the – it's certainly not irresponsible to say they could win the Big 12. No, absolutely not. I don't think it would have been regardless, just like it wouldn't be for K-State. I think K-State could win the Big 12. When's the last time we had these kinds of discussions in football? For our local teams, uh, K State, yeah, some, but not consistently, certainly, for a while. Uh, KU, pretty much never. Man, I got to go back to the Mangino years, and that was really, really only Canada one year. A little bit of a reach. You uh, go you got. You got to, I don't know when you can. I don't know that we've ever talked about KU potentially being a Big 12 football champion. Why do you think that happens? I get that, but I get Lance Leipold's probably a really good coach, but what do you think he is able to say? There are special people. To recruits that say hey, we've not won a, a game that there matters are, in years. I'm just going to give it to you. No, but what do you? But let's uh, let, let me I talk. Get, I get that oh, yeah. he is special. Give me, give me a chance. I'm to, asking what makes him let special. Me, I'll tell you. You want to? Do you want to just sit back and listen? No, because you're going to come up with something that's very scratch the surface thing. Here's what I'm going to come up with. First of all, he's a special coach. Okay. No. Yeah, of course. Secondly, he's got something behind him now. He's got a multi-million dollar uh, campaign that's going into football facilities. Understood. Which is big. They've got NIL, which is big. Uh, They've got a a very good staff. Uh, They've got an athletic director who has gotten completely behind uh, trying to make football viable. So Not that the others didn't, but you're not completely behind it when you're hiring Turner Gill, Charlie Weiss, uh Les Miles. Les Miles. You you're you're just kinda you're trying to win over people. You're not really serious about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This was a serious hire. I right? I bet they thought Les Miles was a serious no. hire. Guy who'd won a national championship. No, I'm gonna tell you right now. I bet they thought Charlie Weiss was a relatively serious hire I was at the Guy news conference at Notre Dame. I was at the news conference. Uh, for Charlie Weiss. We all knew that was a PR move. I'm just going to say it. Fair. But, but you still now, have to go into it, or do you not have to? Does it not matter for a guy to go into a living room and convince a recruit Lance to come Light to your? Lance can convince. Yeah, but that but takes he's got, a lot of convincing. He's got ammunition now to sell. You understand what I'm saying? But he did he's got, two years ago when all these nah, guys. No, but he, he, he knows what he's doing. First of all, you got to get that those one or two special players, and he got one in Jalen Daniels, uh, and then Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and and uh, and then you and then you start to build around them, and you do it the right way. Uh, I get how it all works. Well, I'm explaining this to you if you'll listen, without interrupting. me. I don't me, need the process. I need to know why he's so good at the process. Well, I'm going to get Lance Leipold on the show. I want to ask and him. And you can ask him. I will. And you know what he'll do? He'll sell you. Well, we you. have a great staff. And... No, he'll sell you. But I want to know, really. Maybe we should get his wife on or somebody else. I don't know why you're uh, picking on Lance Leipold. Picking on him? All of a sudden. That's, yeah. what, you're, that's what you're getting from this? Kind of. What criticism do you think I've had of Lance Leipold? I didn't say criticism. Okay, but, but just, picking on, what's the difference? Just picking, picking. Just picking at him. I'm not picking at him. I want to understand better. Because four guys failed miserably. It's not like they went winless and here comes a guy getting four or five who wins. Who was the other coach? The guy who was Lance Bowen. Uh, was an interim coach. A great, fantastic coach. Uh, Turner Gill, Charlie Wise, And then there was a guy in between before. Oh, yeah. What was that guy's name from Texas? You talk about nondescript. Gosh darn it! <laughs> I'll tell you what his name is here in a here in a minute. His name, of course, was uh, David Beatty. Yeah, David Beatty. He only went six and forty-two. I loved him on their weekly show. What was that? What's that called? Talk talk. Oh, he was fun. <laughs> Man, I wish I wouldn't have given you his record. What do you think Turner Gill's record was? Uh, Turner Gill, how many years? He was tw- 2010 and 11. 10 and 11. Two years. Yeah. Uh, 4 and uh, 20. It's 5 and 19. Pretty close. Charlie Weiss in three years. I think he might have gotten fired at nor- near the end. Final six and 20, four games into the 2014 six season. 6 and 28. 5 and 22. What well, was Les Miles? Not good. 3 and 18. So us is. And then Lance Leipold's fifteen and nineteen is going to be above five hundred after next year, most likely. Yeah, it took him a while. He didn't just come in and light the world on fire. That didn't take him that That long. Well, but he built it. He built it. But he built it from nothing. He built. But that's what you do when you build. Have you ever seen? Go watch a house go. You think Mark Turgeon built Wichita State basketball from nothing? Yes. No, Randy Smithson left him a little. A little. There but, was a uh, little there. There was a little there. Little. Not a lot. Gene Stevenson built Wichita State Baseball from literally nothing. Right. It doesn't. Bill Snyder, literally nothing. Well, not literally, but Well, Lance Leipold is in that. I'm not saying he's going to be Bill Snyder because I don't think we'll ever see another Bill Snyder. Uh, but you can draw some comparisons. I bet if he stays 25 years, he'll be compared. We'll see. We'll see what those 25 years look like. We sure will. But I'm telling you right now, he's sitting at his desk somewhere looking at that schedule next year and saying, man, this is our year. This is our year to do it. Forget being ranked. Forget being eligible for a bowl game. This is the year we got a shot to go to the playoff. I'm going to tell you right now. They got to win a lot. K-U. They can win a lot. I know, but they don't KU, play Arizona, Utah, or Oklahoma State. But KU's not getting the benefit of the doubt if they lose to Kansas State right. and Iowa. There's State. a little even right. two losses. They're not going. Right. I get it. But they don't have to play the three teams that are picked to be the top three. I get it. In the Big Twelve next year. For now, do you understand that? There's still some transfer portal things to be worked out. Uh things could change. They always as do. as we sit here right now, not having to play Arizona and Utah, pretty big. And getting Arizona State and Colorado instead. Yeah, that works. That's why I put Scott Drew in that conversation and you laugh at me. But he built Scott Drew belongs to co- Hitler. I, I can't scoff at, at Scott Drew. But when I compared him no, to Bill Snyder, you laughed at I don't at think he's Bill Snyder. He he's equal, if not better. I don't because think he's won equal an, or or Because certainly he won a not national better. title. Uh Scott Drew did a fantastic has done a fantastic job at Baylor. I don't think you compare basketball to football. But look what he it's took. So over. much harder in football. So much harder. Uh than it is in basketball. I don't know completely it, it's equally one or hard. two players can make can get you on the basketball Are you, okay, you got to win 6 games at the end of the year in a well, row one or two players turn into three or four football Your how many football, you got to win football one. you got to have 10 players you got to have a line you got to you got uh, basketball you get a couple guys who can score and dribble and you're good wrong i mean i'm not trying to oversimplify but, he but took it's it for much, nothing it's much harder to build from the ground up, a football program. I doubt it. I think you're just speaking. Oh my God! You know I why? Get any coach in the world on here, and they'll explain it to you. Because football has more players, much more complex. You got 22 starters in football.
1: Plus, yeah, but you have dozens you have and six, dozens of options. You have
0: 65 scholarships. You have thousands, hundreds my of thousands God, of not even high school closed. players. Sometimes you embarrass yourself here. No, it's, and I feel bad for when that happens. The percentage is the same. You still have to find a certain percentage of the guys out there. Here's KU, Pat, just in time. Hopefully.
1: Hey, Pat. Hey, uh, you're talking about my favorite subject, KU football. A couple of corrections... Believe it or not, Jalen Daniels and Kobe Bryant were not recruited by Lance Leipold. They were recruited by uh, uh, Les Miles. Well, I
0: wasn't getting into who recruited them. I was getting into they showed up on Lance Leipold's team. I wasn't trying to indicate that I thought he recruited those players,
1: but he certainly
0: benefited from those players.
1: And unfortunately, Lance Leipold will not be around 25 years because he's about – to turn 60. I I wish he was 50.
0: Joe Paterno. Uh,
1: Yeah, well, maybe. Uh, And as far as the KU schedule for next year, KU had the toughest schedule this year. They're the only Big 12 team that had both Oklahoma and Texas. K-State's schedule was much easier. So whether or not KU will be favored in every game next year I don't know about that what I do know is Duda will not learn and he will continue to bet against KU even if KU is favored in every game next year so uh,
0: well haven't we established that Dudas uh, a, a few bulbs short of a light switch that didn't go where I wanted it to but don't you only need one for that. <laughs>
1: Well, as uh, I said, You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, as I said a year ago, he got hit in the head way too many times with the puck. Uh, I love Duda, but he never learned. so uh, Anyway, I wish KU football started next year, and you're right. The mystery where KU's going to play their games still hasn't been decided. I don't know how you can play in half a stadium, so... Uh, I hope they play all the games in Arrowhead.
2: Well, we'll
0: see. Uh, that makes the most sense. Uh, I think they're going to have a special season, at least. That's my thought right now. Uh, we'll see how the next month or so transpire. Thanks, Pat. Thanks. All right. Uh, there's a little KU football for you the day after the national championship game. And uh, talking about KU, In those realms, hasn't happened. Never. And we're not saying they're going to win a national championship. What I'm saying is they have a legitimate look at winning the Big 12 next year. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I'm standing by it. That's the benefit of a super conference. So you don't have to play the super teams all the time. We have a game coming up. We're going to take a break right now. What is the game? The game is, I'll tell you when we're playing it. Well, I hope it's not outlandish. It's not. It's fun. Sort I of. hope I can compete. I hope you can, too. It's, uh, it's uh, touch and go right now. We will be back. The Bob and Jeff Show on KFH.
1: KFA. Time to play the game! <laughs> Time to
0: play the game here on KFH. What do we have? Okay, I asked AI to provide. Alan me, Iverson? Yeah. I asked uh, artificial intelligence, chat.openai.com. Nobody cares. Why would you do that? To give me 10 or fewer word descriptions of the greatest bands of the 1970s i'm going to read those descriptions you are going to tell me what band they are describing of the 70s yes go for these it. are all 70s bands first up epic rock anthems powerhouse vocals iconic guitar riffs cultural impact queen that's a good guess that's a really good guess but that is incorrect Iconic guitar. Led Zeppelin. There you go. Well, that could describe. Yeah, but I think some of these are, a lot of these will give you, will lead you there. Well, that's exactly how I would describe Queen. Well, maybe Queen has a better description. We'll see. Uh, progressive rock pioneers, concept albums, atmospheric soundscapes, transcendent themes. Pink Floyd. That is correct. Good grief. I am so good at this, it's crazy. (laughs) One for two. No, two for two. I got, that could have been either one. I'm counting that. All right. Uh, You can count it. The game doesn't have to. Blues-infused rock, enduring charisma, timeless hits, iconic longevity. Leonard Skinner. Longevity. I'll read it again. Um, Santana. Blues-infused rock, enduring charisma. Aerosmith. Who do you think of when you think of charisma? Aerosmith. Timeless hits, iconic longevity. Aerosmith. That's Aerosmith. Who is it? Who's out there that's like, they've been going absolutely forever, and I don't even see him slowing down. Rolling Stone. There you go. They're a 60s band, first of all, so I'm not even thinking 70s. Yeah, well, they were very active in the 70s. Well, AI thing. that we all fear is going to take over the world needs to get their records straight. Um, but see, that could have been Aerosmith. No. Well, what do you mean? No, really. In timeless hits? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Aerosmith. Enduring charisma? Yes. Is there I... more? Steven Tyler is one of the most charismatic Performers. He's no Mick Jagger. Oh, woo! woo. Uh, theatrical rock. Queen. Opera, operatic anthems. Sticks. Powerful vocals. Sticks. Diverse style. Sticks. Final answer, please. Sticks. No. Queen. Queen, yes. Again, interchangeable. Operatic anthems? Yes. What does Sticks have that's an operatic Max, anthem? Max, help me out. He doesn't. There's none. First of all, Bob, you've been really good at this. Yeah, the Stones are 60s.
2: The closest thing, Mr. Roboto, I would think, would be the most operatic. I
0: wouldn't call that operatic. They have a few operatic. A few minus a few. Well, hold Uh, on now. No, I got it the next one. You're going to have to just deal with it. No, no. Oh, come on. No, no. Mr. Roboto. is not operatic. um, Uh Come sail away has some opera. No, it doesn't. It's uh, a nice song, but I wouldn't call it a, the operatic. Best of times, I mean, good grief. Lady, harmonious rock, interpersonal drama, timeless Eagle. hit, timeless hits, versatile music style. Eagles, interpersonal drama. Fleetwood Mac. There you go. I mean, it could have been the Eagles. Could have. Uh, they're the same. You're an idiot AI. But interpersonal, I feel like, is more... Did you watch the documentary? I know the Eagles had drama between persons. Right. But I'm. Th- are you thinking about the romantic element of it for Fleetwood Mac? I'm not thinking about it. I am. And so is AI. So we win. Country rock legends, intricate harmonies, timeless classics, smooth sound. Cosby Stills and Nash, <laughs> country rock legends. They did a lot of country, intricate I harmonies. Mean these are, I could timeless classics, smooth sound. Well, I don't. The eagle. There you go. I'm surprised. But it could have been Cosby Stills. Nah.
2: I'm surprised what AI next? didn't have. I'm surprised AI didn't have Jeff seen them five hundred times in concert.
0: Exact. Exact. Uh, Catchy Pop, Infectious Harmonies, Global Disco Sensation. The Bee Gees. Enduring Cultural Influence. The Bee Gees. No. Catchy Pop, Infectious Harmonies, Global Disco Sensation, Enduring Cultural Influence. The Commodores. Come on. Who? Give me a hint. Other than A.I. A.I. gives you several hits. Hints. Uh, They had a movie made about them, Mamma Mia. ABBA. Yeah. Could have been, that very easily could have been the Bee Gees. No. You're you're describing several bands. You act like these descriptions are just uh, right on target. They are. They're perfect. They they describe the band to a T. And there's no other band that could fit under that. You ready? Stupid. This is I'm calling AI stupid. Heavy metal pioneers. Dark, ominous sound. Metallica. Lead singer. 70s. Lead singer's distinctive vocals. Dark, ominous sound. Ozzy Osbourne's band. What What is that called? What was that called? What was that called? Help me out. Black Sabbath. Yeah. Am I right? Yes, I wouldn't have said it if you weren't right. Uh, Disco kings, BGs, falsetto vocals, BGs, iconic soundtrack, BGs, chart-topping hits, BGs. Correct. Wait till the end of the question, please. No, I'm not doing that. If I can get it on the first clue, that makes me look better. Powerful rock operas. There's that word again. Explosive live performances. Rebellious Attitude, Iconic Anthems. <laughs> <laughs> so easy. I mean, could this be any, any easier? Have we already said Queen. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's easy for you. You're looking right at it. No, this is easy. ACDC. Come on. Who? Explosive Live Performances. Who's the band that's the loudest? Talking about my generation. Oh, the who? Yeah, duh. Again, 60s close enough no these are not i don't even have the who in my brain when you're talking about 70s bands sure did they did they make it to the 70s and still beyond yeah but they they're a 60s they made it to the 2020s uh hard rock legends thunderous riffs electrifying guitar enduring sound (laughs) acdc correct which is a terrible description of ACD psychedelic rock, poetic lyrics, organ-driven sound, cultural impact, organ-driven sound. yeah, the zombies. <laughs> these are good bands. Well, this one if isn't. you ever say the zombies aren't ag- <laughs> Pink Floyd. you said Pink Floyd, yeah, but psychedelic I'd- rock. Uh, the Beatles. Oh, my goodness. L- <laughs> this is an American band. Give me a hint. First letter of the band's name. D. D? The, the D. Doors? D, yes. I guess they had yes. some uh, organ music. But, again, they go back to the 60s. So y- you didn't really present this. Ca- you should have said. 60s and 70s. Yeah, There you whatever. go. Whatever. But that wasn't the prompt. Arena rock pioneers. Melodic guitar solos. Chart topping debut album. Uh, boy, that's a good one. Chart topping Boston. Yes. Southern rock. Leonard iconic, Skinner. iconic triple guitar attack. Leonard Skinner. Anthems like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lin- Leonard Skinner. Yes. Heavy metal pioneers. Virtuosic, virtuosic, instrumentation. ELO. Iconic hit. Don't know what that is. (laughs) What? (laughs) Really? uh, That was. (laughs) Oh, smoke on the mountain. Smoke on the water. Smoke on the water. Yeah, who sings that? A fire in the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, I'm having trouble coming up with the band's name. It's a four-word... Who What? is it? There's a color in it. Right. In yeah, the, I know that. And the opposite of shallow. Deep purple. There you go. Hard rock. By the way, I listened to that song 50 million times. When it came out, I absolutely loved Smoke on the Water. Max, as we go to break, cue that up because I want to hear it again. What's your last one? Last one? I've got five more. You got five more? Yeah. This has to be making. Hard rock, bluesy swagger, dynamic vocals, enduring hits. (laughs) Everybody is described the same way. Bluesy swagger. Bluesy swagger. I have no idea what a bluesy swagger looks like. You might you might have some blues in there, a little harmonica maybe. You might have some harder rock. You might have Give me a hint. You might have some ballads. Who'd you say, Max?
2: I think ZZ. Who did he say?
0: Who? No, that's close. It's Aerosmith. Bluesy? Yeah, blue. Of course Aerosmith bluesy. Sometimes. You ever heard the song Cryin'? Yeah, that's our one bluesy song. No, there's a lot of them. One more. I'm tired. Funk, R&B, Vibrant Horn Section. I'll even give you the guy's name. Maurice White's Visionary Leadership. Oh, man, I wish I knew that one. The Commodores. Come on. You know that's Lionel Richie. Who? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I love them. you got to get one before we... I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Punk rock, trailblazers, raw energy, short, fast, the loud amps. The Sex anthem. Pistols. No, the Ramones. Punk rock icons. The Sex Pistols. Politically charged lyrics. Genre blending experimentation. The Sex Pistols. A Clash. Listen to this one. Listen to this one. You can get this one. Jazz influenced rock. Intricate arrangements. Sealy dance someone was on hold but Skinnered. i didn't. oh it's Skinnerd. how about that Skinnerd? hello good
2: afternoon uh got a little trivia question for you bob not putting you on the spot just saying scratching your nugget the last final 14 final 14 for ted owens and crew was 73 74 i give you one point for each starter you can name, and two points for the two super subs that came off the bench. If you can get five points total. I won't, I won't get a lot of these. Dave Robish. Well, I'm not. It's Hey, it's just trivia. Go for it. Dave Robish. He was on But's, the 71 team. Okay. 73-74.
0: I don't like this stuff. I, I don't. You, you just worked your brain pretty hard earlier. I did. I I just did work my brain very hard. Uh, I'm not trying so, yeah, to I make don't...
2: fun of you. Oh boy! No, you're not you trying, but that that becomes that becomes and a then, result uh, of it. And then the last... Well, hey, I'm losing it every day. It's called life. But then the last time uh, Dr. Earl called in. Boy, I didn't think you gave him any respect.
0: Well, he didn't give us much respect. Calling well, out myself, traffic. I
2: just act. like to have a little son. We okay, know you're then. joking. Okay, uh, no, uh, I'm serious. Uh, when I'm gonna, I'm gonna a sign big guy. off here.
0: There's nobody.
2: They had a big I'm guy. I'm off Cook. with you, Jeff. No, you guys. Then you <laughs> had all the time in the world to look it up.
0: Norm, There you go,
2: Jeff. Supposedly, that's a one-pointer. He was a starter. One of them still well, lives. Two of them still live up in Lawrence. I one think was starter, uh, one was a starter. One was a sub. Roger Morningstar. That's the yep. You got two points.
0: There's only one other guy who has a Wikipedia Tom page. Tom Yeah, that's him.
2: Yep. Yep. But I know you guys. Danny, are, that was uh,
0: after Danny Knight, so I'll say, oh man, no no Danny Knight.
2: yes, Danny yeah. Knight is correct. He was a starter. That's about all I got hey, Jeff yeah I give you I gave you three and I'll just give you a two point bonus. Okay, Jeff, there you go. I'm signing off. When you bring up okay. your AI crap, you live in Western Sedgwick County, right? I'm not going to well, tell you that. A lot of that. farmers, dairy farmers and cattlemen think AI is artificial insemination. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Skinner.
0: Uh why was, why was that to me? Uh, Rick Suttle, Tommy Smith, Nino Samuel. Now I'm looking at Donny Von Moore. How'd that team get to a Final Four? Don't know. That's a remarkable coaching job by uh Ted Owens. You're not high on those players? They were 23 and 7, 13 and 1 in the Big 8. It wasn't that's not a star-studded cast. I got to look up the numbers for that team. Uh That's a that was a pretty good question. The 71 final four team was a star-studded cast. This team had five players average in double figures. No no one more than 12.4. That was Danny Knight from uh, Olathe Hutchinson. Roger Morningstar, 12.3. Dale Greenley, 11.8. Norm Cook, 11.4. Rick Suttle, 11.3. And then off the bench, uh, Nino Samuel, 4.4. Uh, Dave Tainer, 5.3 points. Tommy Smith, 6.1, and Tom Cavisto, uh, 7.6 points per game. Leading rebounder was Danny Knight, 7.1 rebounds per game. On that team, Danny Knight and Nino Samuel, two of the defining players, high school players of the era. Danny Knight has said from Hutchinson, Nino Samuel from Leavenworth, Salinas Central. <laughs> couldn't be, couldn't be less uh, educated about history. I guess not. Well, that's what I bring. We're happy for you. But uh, yeah, that that's interesting to think back on that KU team of 1973, 74, the year after I graduated from high school. That's right, 50 years ago. And they were celebrated in Allen Fieldhouse over the weekend. They were. Good stuff. Ted Owens was even there. He was ninety-four. 90, ninety-four years old, I believe. I think you're right, uh, which is outstanding. So thanks, pretty Skiddard. amazing. Skinner made a good contribution today, even though it made me look a little silly. He did, but I man, well, I still got four of them. Skinner never talks to me. I mean, what do you he, mean? He addressed me, but he doesn't like. No Does co- he call when you host the show? Uh, no. I'm not saying he, he doesn't acknowledge me or, you know, but he never like. there's no back and forth. I can't, I'd like to talk, I'd like to have a conversation with Skinner. Hard to have a conversation with Skinner. I know, I've tried. I'm not putting him down about that. I'm just saying it's not easy. Skinner has an agenda, he recognizes he has a limited amount of time, which not all callers do. And, uh, that's kind of how it works. It would be fun. I'm, a, I'm one who likes to delve into the person. I don't think that's even a, I don't know that that's a possibility no, it, with it's Skinner. it's not even, not even, no. Well, it would be fun to know, know him. So if somebody said, Bob, I want you to go do a feature story on Skinner, I'd say, man, this is going to be the toughest assignment of my life. But you could start... So the editor says, I want to know everything about him. I want to know what makes him tick. I want to know what's uh, the the highs and lows. I want to know his name. Right. I think I know his name. But, but uh, that would I would say to that editor, man, you've given me the challenge of my life. I'll work on it. I'll yeah. try to make it happen Might for you. Might as well. There's people around town who've bumped into him that you could find and network that grew up with skinner maybe You would probably have to trace it back probably have to start it toward the end and work your way back maybe uh yeah i don't know he's an interesting guy very much so all right, what else do you have today? What, what, was, uh, what was on your mind when you walked down here for the show today? What uh, did you think, i got to get to this. Nothing really. I haven't, uh, I haven't had a lot of time to even delve into much. Weather at the station has been a huge priority. I had to reschedule my podcast with Jack Oliver until Friday. Put the one up uh, with Jamel Halle And We can find those on Roku. Roku, the uh, Roku, the KWCH app. You the KWCH go, app. You go to the Originals tab. I was told I'm uh, out of touch. Uh, I don't have Roku. You do not. So people who are upset about not having Peacock, I've kind of changed my tune on that. I'm kind of more in their uh, in in their realm. I understand why you're upset about it. I get it. Not everybody wants to get these streaming services. Nobody certainly wants to feel like they're being held at gunpoint. Either you get this or you can't watch. Nobody likes that. It's just the it's just a change. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah, but nobody likes it. You know, if games you know, are back, we back grew in the day. Up watching games on the network. Right. And then uh, that changed, didn't it? Now you might have to have Fox Sports or a regional station or ESPN. Not everyone has ESPN, believe it or not. Not everyone, but, but more it have it evolves and grows. And in 20 years, saying a game is on Peacock will be all right. Cool. Well, we'll you guys want to come over watch, it'd be nothing. Just yeah, like but I, but, but well, let's uh, let's ease into this. That's especially what we're doing. Where One we game, are, especially where we live in the in the in the footprint of the Chiefs. I kind of get it. I'm not I'm not uh, uh, against technology and advancement, but I kind of get it. I we get it on some level. and I got and and my choice is Peacock for the the game I want to watch. You know what I'll do? I'll turn on Peacock and watch it. You know what? You are a snob. A little bit. Yeah. A big snob. But there are people oh, I'll watch it illegally and, That's I'll, down, a big and snob I'll download I'll download this app and I'll see That's this That's a other. big snob thing to say. But at least I'm watching it legally. We will be here tomorrow. Uh, Our guests will include C.J. Moore of The Athletic as we talk college basketball. On Thursday, Jeff Calkins, um, longtime Memphis journalist. Uh, We'll get into some of the Memphis Tigers banter with him. Uh, So we look forward to it. See you tomorrow.